They are the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You are now listening to the 12.15 Club. Hey guys, welcome back to the 12.15 Club. It is my Ariel here in the mic. Is that better for you, Eric? I'm not screaming into the mic this time. All right, a couple things. One, this noise you hear is Mario's <laughs> duck beak off the, from his mask. <laughs> We uh, remasked up in the studio. And no, Mario, what I said, my feedback to you last week on the podcast was that you can be energetic without screaming. I don't scream. I feel like I just bring a little bit more oomph to it. Now, okay. Because you were comparing how I usually talk to how I start the podcast, which is two different things, obviously. Right. I, I'm not spatially aware with this <laughs> mask and the mic. Duck bill. As it is. As it is. I have problems talking with the mic. <laughs> Let alone now with a mask on. <laughs> All right, ready? Three, two, one. Welcome back to another edition of the 1215 Club. It is my area on the mic. I thought that was good. I didn't think You're I was screaming it. there. You're killing it, yeah. <laughs> We're joined by Dylan, Marvin, and MVBRG, Tyler, the moderator. Yo. How are you feeling, Ty? I'm feeling really excited. Um... I, I don't know. I, I It feels like you might want this trophy because you've been you've sort of been moping around ever since he announced it. Do you want it, Mario? I wish I had that. You know, I really want to have a beer out of that thing. It's it, like a big cup. Uh, if, you have, if you didn't see it on the show today, it was like a big beer cup. Beer cup. It was like It's like a big cup. Uh, and I'd like to have a beer out of it. We can make that happen. Not with you, though. Why not? Uh, your mask. Why is your mask so dirty, Tyler? <laughs> it's called upcycling <laughs> so we had our last show with andrew today our last show of the year um how are you guys feeling it, eric it, how do you feel that it's the last show of the year is there like a relief <laughs> there is it uh i mean we've been talking about how it's like the last day of school almost yeah, I, I think that there's always an anticipation uh, of whenever you have a break coming up, right? Whether it's school or work or anything like that. Um, and here it's it's unique because we all, we basically only take vacations when the show's on vacation. So we're all at that same point. And when I've worked at other jobs where you know the, everybody would take their own vacation at their own time, there never was that like build up that everyone was at the same place. So... There's definitely like a, a big energy similar to school when you're in some sort of organization and everyone's kind of working towards that same goal. And it, it's weird because and I said it today during the show, not on air, of course, but um, I think if McLovin had left last Friday, it would have felt so different. But because we all were kind of moving one foot out the door for, for looking ahead toward uh, yeah, the break. Yeah, yeah. We're like, OK, yeah, yeah, we'll see McLovin after the break. And I, and, and uh, I think Seton said on the show, like. January 3rd is going to, that's when it's going to be like, oh, wait, now there's only three Danettes. Yeah. And, you know, so I think that there's going to be a lot of uh, dynamics and shuffling on air. But, um, yeah, certainly for the backroom guys, I think there definitely was that um, last day of school, getting ready for uh, vacation kind of a mode all day today. I agree with seeing uh, to a certain extent about the January 3rd that it'll feel different then. I feel like it'll take a week for it to feel different because we've had, there's been times that McLovin hasn't been. Uh, here at the show for a week or he's been on vacation, you know, and that usually feels weird, but then it kind of clicks back in because he's back the following week. Um, so I think that second week it's going to kind of hit me a little bit more like, wow, he really isn't coming back this time. Yeah. 
But Dylan? I guess this is probably a question for Eric. <laughs> Will Mick Muffin be a guest on the Dan Patrick show? Like I, a Zoomer? I thought about that. And I, I mean, is there, I mean, usually they bring on guests if they have like an expertise in something, right? Um, like a beat writer or something Sharks. like that. Sharks. But I mean, they've passed on the shark, um, the heir. He, I mean, we found a new heir to the shark throne already with Paul. Yeah. So, I mean, he's no longer the expert here. Yeah, I don't know. To answer the question directly, I can't answer that question. Um, I would guess at some point. They're, probably not immediately. Yeah. I I don't know. It's, it's kind of like I would guess. And again, like, I don't think there's really a precedent, at least in the Dan Patrick show era. But uh, it's kind of like going out on a, on a date with your ex-girlfriend. Like, it's hard. Like, so anyways, what have you been up to? You know, mm-hmm. so I think that we'll cross paths at uh, major sporting events like Super Bowl, Final Four, that kind of a thing. But I don't know that they'll, that he'll be coming on the show yeah. anytime. You don't soon. want to hear about how their new girlfriend is. Yeah, boyfriend. exactly. Yeah, his, I mean, his new girlfriend's Maggie Gray, technically in this case. Yeah, right. So right. We, we can call it what it is, right? Sure. Ty, what was the thought process behind me Friday today? It wasn't really elaborate. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to steal McLovin's thunder, and uh, I don't know. I just, he likes chili. Uh, keep it simple. Uh, plus, it wasn't really my decision. Whose decision was it? It was it was Dan's Dan. Oh, it was yeah. yeah. Oh, is it usually Dan's decision, or you're the one that kind of no? I, comes well, with the idea. He has the final say. I usually pitch him the menu, and then he can either up up upvote it or downvote it. Uh, Dill, this is sort of a survey of this room, and I guess for whoever's listening. But um, obviously, we have a lot of cameras around here, and I was watching Tyler do his prep this morning as he usually does, and I noticed him putting an ample amount of sugar into the chili he was making, <laughs> and for me. That's weird. I don't know about you guys, but are you a chili snob, though? Uh, in that, like in that we regard, yeah. We have a lot of chili snobs in this. No, I'm a trash can. Like I'll eat it still. It's just weird to me. Uh, Eric, I I will say, and this is not necessarily to defend Tyler, but I put some chili, uh, some sugar in my chili. Not maybe not as much as Tyler does. It's more about um, neutralizing the acidity from tomatoes. Right? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but I mean, everyone has. I mean, if if Tyler's cooking a recipe that he likes, and it's well, he's. I'm not telling him not to. Do, I just it sounds it like just, you are. I'm maybe even suggesting it. You could probably use. Why don't some, you just do it then? You could use some neutral. You can use some neutralizing some acid in your system. I'm sure. Don't. Why? Why is that? I'm just. I'm just. just this a is a temple over here, Mario. <laughs> and I don't put sugar in here. Okay, a broken down temple. You think there was sugar in your um, chicken chili verde burrito from last week? That's probably still on your sweatshirt. <laughs> is that why it stuck so much? <laughs> no, I'm. It's just. It was. Fun, it was just funny seeing Tyler grab like a bag of Domino sugar out and just like turn it vertical. The visual, I will yeah. admit, Tyler. The visual of like it was taking like you the just dumping five sugar. pound bag and just. <laughs> Yeah, we, we couldn't see the flow. You couldn't like see the flow. Yeah, it wasn't, it was a, there was a small hole in the top. And but the visual of it was I, like... I understand. <laughs> I saw a lot of white powder on top of that chili. Well, yeah, that's the special one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have a favorite moment kind of looking back at the year now? Um, it's obviously been a little bit more of a difficult year, like 2020. Um, I'll start with my favorite. I don't necessarily sure. have a favorite moment. Uh, this is kind of more behind the scenes than anything, but I feel like uh, the backroom guys have uh, kind of built a lot of camaraderie this year. We kind of fight and we bicker with each other, but... It's, yeah, ru- it's like, rooted in hatred. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we have built a friendship and, you know, we hang out, we have beers after the show. And I think I take away uh, that from 2021 as something genuine that I'll look back fondly on this year. 
Do you think the circumstances have bolstered that camaraderie, or would that have happened anyways? I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. Penny was just trying to get behind me and my <laughs> my, my, slen- my slender frame. She kept pushing. <laughs> right. I'm not sure. I mean, I think I think we all have like similar sense of humors. I think we would have eventually hung out. Yeah. Maybe it have wouldn't have been so forced, but well, and like Eric said before, it's like. Our like schedule, life schedules are very, you know, like we come in at a weird time compared to most people. Leave at a weird time. It's everyone's on the same break schedule. The football, like we Christmas is such a buildup because we're not off for like all the football season. Yeah, Thanksgiving was six years ago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that. Eric? Um, yeah, I would say I agree with you that twenty twenty one was the year of the BRGs. Um, just in terms of the friendship, not necessarily on air, but, um, yeah, I think it's been great. I think it started with, um, golf with you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and that was in 2020, yeah, was, I think the was, first one, Yeah, but it definitely grew a lot. I would say this year. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's been great. Um, I would say show moment. Oh man. There's so many moments that happen. Um, the last two years are kind of blending together too. They are. I like to have my dad in. I, I, I mean, I know that's kind of selfish, but I, I having my dad that in was, was fun. A lot of fun. The, the AROZ, yeah. <laughs> it was just something different, uh, and I kind of liked bringing that side of my culture here to the show. Yeah, Marv, I'm gonna go with Scotty Pippen. Okay, that interview was just amazing. It was the best thing that happened in my life. Wow, in my life, my wow. son learning how to read now. We have Paul here. You want to jump in, Paul? Hey. Little twelve fifteen action. We were just tra- trying to give our favorite moments from the DP show uh, for twenty twenty one. Oh wow! I love to hear of you. Uh, I said how I am not necessarily the moment here. I said I liked having my dad in. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, you'll have, appreciate that down the road. Yep. Uh, and I just like behind the scenes, I think that we've built a lot of camaraderie with the backroom guys. So I've enjoyed that. That that was mine. Yeah, it's good it. to go out to lunch and do things and hang out socially, golf and all that stuff because. When we first started the show, we were above uh, Seven Seas Pub, and we would go out quite a bit to, out to eat, especially early, because we had to talk almost every day about different things, projects, and things were flying at us. And since then, it's tapered off where you don't need to meet every single day or three days a week for wings and beers. But you guys go out to lunch a lot, and that's it's always a good sign. Do you have a favorite moment from this year? I know the last two years have kind of blended in given the circumstances, but... Oh, man, it, it's weird because once I think of one, I'll think of 20. My favorite thing, as much as I like the fun stuff, I like when we nail an interview and everyone else is dining out off what we're doing. I mean, sports media for the next two days. The Scottie Pippen interview, the Russell Wilson interview. And in the moment, you know, when, when Scottie Pippen said that thing about Michael Jordan, I think he said, well, that was really selfish of Michael for playing baseball. I was like, whoop. Your radar just goes up and says, well, there's the lead of Sports Center." Or Russell Wilson says, I would like to have some more input, and I think Dan said something like, uh, well, would you be open to being traded? Uh, and he goes, well, you'd have to ask someone else that. And, you know, you just Your mind starts going like, this is going to be huge. But I think going back to the Russell Wilson interview, the thing that Dan did, I know we're short on time as Mario checks his watch. No, I, just, I got a notification on my watch. I hear you. I was just trying to like um, it. When, Russell, when Dan was doing the Russell Wilson interview and it got like kind of serious, Dan kept cool. He didn't make it sound like what they're talking about was a big deal. He kept the tone low and cool. It's like, hey, this is just a discussion. Because all of a sudden, Dan goes, wait, are you saying that you don't want to be a, a, a Seahawk anymore? Then Russell goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I think that's where Dan's genius was with that interview. 
What's your take on uh, McLovin moving on? I know you guys kind of discussed it, but uh, yeah. It was an, I'm sure he told you about this in detail. I'm not sure. I assume he did. But it's a thing that kind of fell in his lap. It was not like he was out pursuing things. Specific, from what he told me, I know him pretty well. Um, and Maggie Gray over at CBS and WFAN, she had a situation where she needed a new co-host. And all of a sudden, the situation just dropped in his lap. And I, I don't think if it would have been another opportunity, Andrew would have left. I really don't think so. And I'm sure he'll tell you. But uh, this is someone he knows very well in New York City doing what he kind of does now, but uh, in a little different format than now. But it, it's a situation that he couldn't pass up. And, you know, I, I don't know how long your commute is out there. You guys here have decent commutes here and there. But his commute, I, I've ridden back with him before a number of times. It's not like a normal Connecticut commute. He has to go to Brooklyn. And when he gets off his exit in Brooklyn, it could be two minutes to his house or 52 minutes to his house. And he, you don't hear him complain a lot. And he gets here early. And so... From a quality of life standpoint, I'm no one will ever begrudge him. So obviously going to miss him on and off the air. He and I hang out quite a bit, so it doesn't feel like a big deal for me. I'm going to see him like in six days. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but um, it's weird. Like Seton said, it won't hit you till the first week of next year because it's a natural break for all of us. How do you see the show changing, if any way? I'm not going to think about it too much because that's not what we do. You know, the first thing, in my opinion. Well, Dan and I will talk about this when we have a little bit, is don't rush to replace something. Don't rush to fix something. Let it breathe a little bit. See what happens. McLovin didn't end up on this show as a, a corporate decision. You know, none of us really did. He kind of morphed into his role on the show. And if we replace McLovin or don't replace him, um, it will be more natural than uh, overt, I guess would be the word I'm looking for. In my opinion. Again, Dan and I have talked a little about this. We'll talk more. Ty? I got a question for you, Paulie. Go ahead. Um, there was a moment today. This is actually on behalf of Chat Row. There was a moment today where I, and I never do this because I get nervous, where I had sent you something. It was a 12 Days of McLeaven. I sent you that. It was a post from somebody on mm-hmm. Chat Row. And everybody got really excited when you had joined the page. I was wondering, did you join because you were just trying to view the post? Or were you joining because you are interested and now part of the gang? I'll be very honest. I didn't know I wasn't already a member of Chat Row. <laughs> I thought I was. Yeah, the, uh, the Facebook page I'm referring to. I thought I was. I really oh, thought wow. I joined like a year ago. I don't know if I got deleted or I hit the wrong button or I didn't do it. So I saw that thing you sent me today. I'm like, you, it says you have to join Chat Row for you to uh, uh, read this. I'm like, I'm not on Chat Row. How is that possible? And I joined. And I was like, hey, Paulie, thanks for joining. And I feel bad. <laughs> I wasn't big timing them for years. I really thought I joined initially when you started the whole thing. I really think I did. I'm, I'm actually, I'm 100% sure now that I think about this. When Tyler, maybe before you took it over or as we built it, I know I joined, and I don't know if I got booted out or reset itself, but who knows? I'm back. I'm back. Let's go. That's big. That's a big acquisition for Chat Row. Yeah, that's a big score at the end of the year. I, I will go on next year's payroll, uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm excited to be there. We'll take it one show at a time. Bill or Eric? Uh, for You were asking earlier about the moments of the year, and I don't even know that it was particularly special, but I just love Bruce Arians and like mm-hmm. his energy, and he just sits there and he's just like just I talked to him for a minute before the show just make sure his mic's good and like he's just one of the most relaxed guys in a big position like that, 
and that's like sticks out to me for the year. Well, I think Eric, you probably learned a lot this year because you check in the guests, and it's a it's a role that takes a little bit of work because you have to talk to them and tell them to move stuff out of their shot or fix their shot, everything. And you could tell who's got attitude and who doesn't. I'm sure you could write a story about who's got attitude and who doesn't. But we always say we learn a lot about our guests and famous people, ultra famous people, by how they treat. Not just Dan. They're going to be cool to Dan. Or maybe they know me. Or maybe they know Seton. Or they know one or all of us. But then they're if they're cool to the camera person or the person who's checking them in as well, then you know, oh, that's a really good person. And there's others who aren't. And we don't, we don't name names in those situations, but there are. Eric? Two quick stories. The Ray Liotta thing, he was really so tough to talk to because he was just... He, Scattered. Yeah. And I asked him to move a water bottle. And you would have thought I asked him to like repaint his room. Yeah, and uh, he brought it up on air. That's the only reason why I would I would say it here. I'm kind of glad he brought it up on air because that's an original thing, and it started the interview, and it, it went off the rails really early. And again, with with interviews, we want them either to be awesome or off the rails. We don't want them to be boring and non memorable. We don't try to. We never try to make interviews go off the rails. I hate when hosts do that, but when they do, Dan and I and the other guys, we grab on and say, let's let's ride this horse and see where it goes one small other little thing just about like guests and talking to them today buble after the show or after his interview i was just saying hey merry christmas you know thanks for coming on and um he's like hey you want to see something cool and i was like sure and he spins his camera and just over his shoulder is a full regulation hockey ring in his, in part his of house his home. it's his house or his studio not it's no that was his house because actually during the interview you could see over his shoulder into like a bathroom on the second floor and one of his kids or his wife or somebody was getting ready luckily fully clothed i was a little nervous but um but anyways i was like next time you gotta do he's like oh dude i'll set it up we'll do shot you know i'll show you i can't imagine like if you had a basketball court at your house okay the installation is expensive building a basketball court would be expensive building and maintaining a hockey you need a zamboni the Zamboni ice and year round. I can't imagine the cost of that, but I guess it shows me what level he's at. I did meet this billionaire guy once and he had a party at his house down in Dallas and his house was grand and it was big and it was like a billionaire house. But we walked around the corner, walked on this long hall. He goes, let me show you something. I thought he's going to show us like a library or an autographed picture of, you know, Babe Ruth or something. He opens these two doors and these doors had to be 15 feet high. And it was a full court basketball court with stands, with a viewing area, with seats. And he goes, my sons play AAU basketball, and we practice here. I built these for my sons. Like It wasn't like a slab of concrete and a pole in the ground in the backyard. It was like a court that a a small college would have. And and it was just like a long hallway off his kitchen. It was just... Where, I, I went outside the house. I go, oh, there's, but he hid the big building in the back. I'm not going to give out the name, but he lives in Dallas, and you could Google it. And like Eric said on headset today, if he's getting twenty percent and his uh, agent getting mm-hmm. eighty, I'd love to see the house. <laughs> it's the opposite. Yeah, it's the opposite. But yeah, I, I guess I didn't realize how well Michael Bublé did. He always seems in a good mood. You could all, billionaires always seem in a good mood. When we have on. We used to have Warren Buffett on. He was laughing and laughing the whole time. Oh yeah. Paul, anything think, else? I think that's all we got for you. Thanks uh, for. I wasn't holidays. trying to invite myself. I was actually trying uh-huh. to do the goodbye. But uh, you guys had a good year. Everyone had a good year here. Um, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, uh, when we come back, though, it's going to be interesting to see who jockeys for position. I'm trying to get in people's heads here. You know, there's an opening. Is there an opening? I don't know. If there's an opening. Is are the is a backroom guy going to angle or lay low? Is he going to come in on time or be three hours late? Who knows what's going to happen next year? <laughs> Tune in next year. Right? <laughs> <laughs> later, boys. See you, Paul. See you, Paul. Oh, later, Paul.
that was a special appearance by Paul. We didn't really, it wasn't unprompted. Like, it's not like uh, we booked him or anything. So that was cool. One thing to Dan, I spoke to Dan to speak about 1215 Club, and he's telling me, just be careful when you're asking a question not to uh, ask the question, answer it, and then ask it again. So I've been super conscious of it, but I know I've done it once or twice. Are it's, you more conscious of, of your duck bill hitting the mic? or of I, the It's too many things to think about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was just getting used to using the mic without the mask, and now I have to use the mic with the mask, yeah. and I have like a little, what is it? What is my K95? Is that? Sure, that is? K95, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why. It's not like I have my mouth like on it. No, you, you have know? your K-9. mouth right on it. Screw you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Tyler, you said K nine like your muzzle. Is that like a K nine muzzle? Just because you have dogs on your mind constantly, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this. So, so, so this morning, uh, I happened to get here right at about the same time Dan did, and so Dan pulled in, and Tyler was waiting um, at Winnie Welcoming Committee, and and Dan came out, and and did you, uh, did you just say the Winnie Welcoming Committee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is, and uh, and then. <laughs> And then uh, Dan's like, oh, Winnie got you something. You have to wear it today. And I was like, okay, so what What could it be? Is it, you know, is it like uh, number one dog uncle or, you know, like, I don't know. Or I was also like, maybe it's like a, a massive box of like the dog correction spray. Or maybe it was like, like papers, like, hey, she's now yours. Yeah, it could have been anything, right? So Tyler, about an hour later, um, he uh, opened it up, and it was is what he's wearing now. Which, uh, if you didn't get a chance to see, it's on the Peacock Show. Um, there's about a hundred of Winnie's faces on a light blue, um, fully matching pajama set. It gives um, me Blues Clues vibes, mm. <laughs> but with Winnie's it's, face. It's true. It, it, it's awesome. But Tyler goes, "This is the best gift I've ever received." It's true. You, you weren't saying that like with Dan no, around. You no, were no. candidly saying yeah. that. I was. I got like veterinarian assistant vibes. Kind of. <laughs> a veterinarian tech <laughs> with, the mask, with the mask on too. <laughs> what about the hat? How does the hat play into uh, the look? That hat. Did you see they dug up that time capsule from World or the Civil War? <laughs> yeah. I think that may be where the hat came from. So anyway, so um, and then Tyler reveals to me that uh, he's. That's all he's got on. He pulled the Todd Fritz. <laughs> uh oh. I was free balling. <laughs> and I'm free. So that's a big day. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think you'll take that you, off yeah. in the next seven or nine days, how many days we're off? I don't I don't I planned on just wearing it the entire time. You already got a stain on it though. I know. Yeah. That thing is gonna be rank by the end of vacation. <laughs> you, you should as a joke, you should come back on Monday wearing it. I'm down. Yeah. Dan, Dan, I didn't want to wash the original smell off. <laughs> I missed Winnie so much. I just wanted to make sure it smelled like her. <laughs> you guys have? Do you and Winnie have any plans for break tie? Or are you going? Unfortunately, going solo not. Dola? Going oh, you're not going to see Winnie at all. <clears throat> I have no plans currently. Oh. But anybody doing anything good for break? Oh, this is just set up to say Mario's going to Florida. No, it wasn't. I was just. I bet Mario's not allowed to say where he's going. He's not going to Florida. Everyone. I wasn't. Gonna, I really wasn't going to say. I knew you were going to bring it up too. Oh yeah. Or did. Mario's going to S- right, Saskatoon. I am going to Florida though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's better than hot weather and golf? What airline? Um. Or Avello. flight? Just flight number. Avello. Yeah, it's like you should have done Avello. It's like Spirit or look something. Avello flies out of uh, New Haven now, direct to Florida. Is Avello even any good? I, I mean, who cares? New Haven to Florida. 
I rather I'm, the thing I'm going. He's so AFK. bougie. Oh yeah, I have to go to the lounge with my dad. No. Um, right. Sorry, DEA you, card. You wouldn't uh, go to Velo either. Yeah, not all our dad can be president, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you complaining about like Alaskan Airlines no, the other day? To be fair, no. Frontier and Spirit and those airlines are not worth the price reduction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they charge They're you for worth. every single yeah, day. Yeah, and they suck. I've been on one Spirit flight, and I slept from the second I got on to the second I uh, landed. So, I mean, I don't understand why it sucks so much, but I probably wouldn't do it again. Yeah. But you're doing it now. No, I'm not. You just said you're flying speed. I was joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on. She's flying pl- <laughs> private. I'm going... Yeah, Mario's uh, taking a blade I down think, to Florida. I think Delta. I think Delta is the... Uh, yeah, sure. The, sure. the airline that we get on. Congratulations, Mario. We'll miss you. You know, right, it's funny. I, I think last year we were at each other's throats a lot more this time. I feel like... Are, collectively? The BRGs. Oh. The BRGs. I think we were like... My memory is like it, we needed a break. I think there was some tension. I don't feel tension this year. No. No, maybe we were Mario supposed to go, a little bit. We were, <laughs> of course. We were supposed to go to the casino tonight. <laughs> we were. We were supposed to go to Mohegan Sun. Yeah, and then Tyler canceled on us. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's talk about the Mohegan Sun trip really quickly. Okay. Because we're going to you know bring people behind the scenes. Sure. Uh, so we had this trip planned for Mohegan Sun, uh, what, two week or two months ago, a month ago? Well, originally it was, it was going to be early November. Yeah. Um, and we had planned that six weeks in advance. So let's say since October 1st. Yeah, so we've been we ha- talking about doing like an overnight trip to the casino. So things happen, you know, some plans fell apart. Tyler wasn't happy because of the plans falling apart. I lost my no. computer. No, 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 no. Dylan, yeah, you're, you're missing. You, you have to preface it with the most important thing that this is a a pattern of Dylan's that he just makes plan literally makes the plans. Name one gets, other one. Other makes than people the carve out the time in their schedules. Tyler's thirtieth birthday. Tyler, and then what is your my thirtieth birthday, bud? Oh. I don't know about the 30th birthday one. That's why. I'm not bitter. You don't care about Mario going. You didn't invite any of the other... I did invite you, Mario. You didn't show either. I think you invited me like the last minute. So why am I getting all the flack? Because you actually said you were going. didn't come to my birthday. Because you committed to going. I did not. I I I said I... Dude, that's so far. No, it's not far. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's what I say. That's why I don't go to Stanford. And my, I did do, I did do <laughs> stuff with my ex girlfriend too. Yeah. To be fair, I, and I broke up with her for you. I think I think you only ooh, invited. Ooh. I think you only invited Dylan and Eric because you guys are related to. And uh, you. you invited me last minute because I called you out on it. That's not true. I'm I, I I not related to Dylan. I have to say it's not no, very. It's not very being 30 years old of you to be that upset. I'm sorry I didn't come. I will go right, to the next. On, I wasn't hold upset. Hold that on, time. hold on. All right, let, so let's get to the next part here. So then we were going to go, you know, we had rescheduled to go this week for uh, Mohegan Sun. It just worked out better. Yes, Dylan kind of canceled the plan, but we agreed to cancel the plan. There circumstances. We all agreed to it, and we said it would be better this week. Anyways, so Tyler all week for the last couple weeks has been like, listen, I'm not going out with you guys. I'm not going to hang out with you guys. (laughs) I'm going to go play poker somewhere else. I'm not going to go to dinner with you guys. Misrepresent. How? How, yeah. I didn't say anything, and it was just the badgering, badgering. Tyler, are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming? No, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you never say you don't know. <laughs> no, you're like, you I'm literally go. said you're not going yeah. like a million times. You, you did say, Tyler, okay. tell me if this is wrong. Okay, maybe I'm making more of a statement here with, without really making a statement is that <laughs> when it becomes a pattern, Dylan, you blew us off of the Big E, too. The Big E Festival, you, you blew us off. Yeah, I didn't feel I was really tired that time. Yeah. You're such a scum. Yep, it's a pattern. And Marvin, as the voice of reason here. Oh, no, no, no. I don't care anything about this. But. My thing is, now two straight times Tyler's been here, he started some stuff. Right? Yeah. I'm in. Tyler's always I'm in, in the middle of stuff. Tyler is it's, the stuff. You could almost, that's, you that's could almost say it's sort of a pattern. 
Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> sorts. So that, so that you we canceled. Gang on me. We, it's fine. We canceled Mohegan yesterday, and Tyler's all mad at us. We're like, dude, you said you weren't coming with us. Yeah. You literally said you weren't coming, and and you can't even be mad. At, it wasn't. I didn't. What? Cancel it this time. I mean, we canceled it. Yeah, before. it was a group decision, decision because we're smart, responsible adults. Exactly. We're right. going to start but today. See, but you can see from my perspective now, it's like, why even make plans with people who just cancel all the time? Okay, so can we just fix this here? Tyler, we when, do stuff all the time. I invite you to do, sh- we do, do, we do things do stuff all the time. All the time. You and you're go, like, nah, 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 nah. You want to go have beers with us after the show today? Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. But, that's but, a good, but that's, that's good, the difference. That's the difference, Mario. I'm telling you now. Instead of saying, yes, I'm going to go, yes, I'm no, going to go. No, you'll say, I don't know, man. That's true. All right. I don't know if we solved anything, but. Probably not. Good job, Mario. <laughs> Congratulations, no. Tyler, MVBRG. Yay. Yay. Hey, Marv. The best part about this is we just talked about the BRGs not having tension. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought we didn't. I don't know. Well, there's still, I try to hang out with Tyler, and he It looks like there's some the Dylan uh, Tyler tension here. That Apparently. TVD. Every, it's, everything's always my fault. Hopefully you guys can figure it out. I'm happy I'm not involved this time. You, yeah, you just you'll, go get, to you'll get rolled into it somehow. What? Just go to Florida. You're fine. 80 degrees and golfing. Good for you. And that's what I'm doing. I'm going to shoot a 150. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I beat you last couple times we played, and I beat Tyler. I was readjusting for my new fat body then. <laughs> You got fatter since then, though. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. You really yeah. packed on the winter pounds. Well, then I figured it out <laughs> even more. <laughs> I think you're going to be adjusting all, all so summer Pot calling the kettle fat, Mario? Okay. <laughs> I've dropped, Let's roll. I've, happy holidays for Eric the Big German, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy, Tyler the Moderator, yours truly, my Ariel. Happy New Year. We will see you next year, everyone. <laughs>